0: Chapman University's The Panther. I'm Abby Little, and you're listening to The Panther Pod. is just around the corner, and although it is known for being a fun holiday where people can dress up, let loose, and eat lots of candy, Halloween is actually known to generate a ton of plastic waste every year. From costumes to decorations to candy, Halloween only exacerbates the environmental problems we are facing as a planet. For today's episode, I've brought on the co-presidents of Chapman's Mission Environment Club to talk about some of Halloween's most wasteful behaviors and offer solutions that we as college students can reasonably participate in.
1: Hello, my name is Rama. I'm a junior, and Rama Science and Policy major, and I'm the co-president of Mission
2: Environment. Hi, I'm Kainani Takazan. I'm also a junior Environmental Science and Policy major who is the other co-president of Mission Environment. So what is Mission
0: Environment?
1: Mission Environment is technically Chapman's first environmental club that was established in 2013. And as we've kind of taken it over, we host meetings regularly where we just talk about environmental topics. It's pretty low-key and just promoting sustainability and climate activism.
2: Yeah, we'll do a variety of different like discussion meetings where we talk about current events. So our last meeting, we also talked about kind of like the value and efficiency of different environmental like protests and topics like that. But then we also will do more like current things and also try to engage in the community like going to a local protest or working with different organizations as well yeah i think we wanted to make it a little like lighter of a topic for some things and also just like make it so it's accessible to a lot of people i know a lot of people celebrate halloween and it's a big thing and it's also just pretty common I guess, like as an inspiring environmentalist to just knowing how much waste is typically created, like even during the holidays or just during like certain parties in general, due to like what people are using and like different resources and things and so with Halloween coming up, we wanted to one kind of talk about the back end of maybe something that not everyone is thinking about consciously I'm and bring it forward, um, as well as just also get ideas and make it a fun thing and not just break down on the subject. So what are some of the problems that arise from Halloween costumes and
0: fashion?
1: Yeah, I think costumes are a big problem sometimes if people are sourcing their costumes from Shein or Amazon or fast fashion places. Um, And if you aren't aware about the fast fashion industry, they use cheap labor and they don't pay them well. They don't have like the right resources and there's just a lot of problems with fast fashion and also with just like trends of Halloween like you get the costume and then you basically throw it out so that creates a lot of
0: waste. After an investigation done in 2016, the Hubbub Foundation discovered that approximately seven million costumes were thrown away following Halloween, which is the equivalent to about 83 million plastic bottles being thrown out. In fact, only 13% of costumes are recycled, with only about 1% that are ever worn again. And this is mainly due to a lot of costumes being cheaply made. And with the rise of fast fashion, this matter is only getting worse. New garments being made doubled from the year 2000 to 2019, With the fashion industry being responsible for 10% of annual global emissions. To put this number into perspective, that is more than all international flights and maritime shipping
2: combined. A lot of the items that people also get for Halloween are more extravagant things that people wouldn't typically wear so then they'll only use it for that one purpose and instead of even donating it or letting someone else use it for maybe a costume that they want to do, it'll typically go back in the landfill within like the same year or so and so that just continues to repeat over the years and then it just creates this big thing and even though like we don't see the size of the landfill like in our backyards it still like exists on the earth and it's contributing to climate change and pollution and everything. And even to add on to that Halloween costumes made by like Spirit also are just made very
0: poorly and made with a lot of plastics in them.
2: And then, like, a, a lot of people do Amazon things too. And so, there's also global emissions that are being created through like the transportation of just getting that to you. And sometimes, will people maybe don't like it or doesn't fit, then they return it and that's like a whole other addition. Um, so it's like that whole back and forth negative feedback loop. So what are some solutions that you would propose to this problem? Yeah, so our club is actually hosting a little thrift outing this weekend where we are just encouraging our club members and if they wanna bring any friends or anything to come out and join us in going out thrift shopping to go look for pieces for your Halloween costume, whether it's just like maybe a basic t-shirt that's just like the color that you need it for or other certain basics sometimes they'll also have like certain props that could be helpful or figuring out how you could use something from like a thrift store to then DIY it to really make it worthwhile for your costume too.
1: Yeah to add on to that I think generally try to stay away from buying like a whole set of Halloween costumes from Spirit Halloween or wherever instead try to piece your own with what you already have and even if that means buying like one thing online that's better than buying the whole costume online so I would just recommend to piece it together yourself and thrift the pieces that you don't have or borrow them from your roommates or just seek other options
0: i also want to add that someone at that meeting also suggested purposefully buying pieces that you know you'll wear again after the fact so that you still get use out of your purchase and it doesn't waste away in the back of your closet moving
1: on to halloween decorations can you tell us why certain decor can be wasteful in the same sense of like use once and then throw away halloween decorations are really specific and if you're not reusing them every year and you're buying new ones and throwing them away, then it can be wasteful. And so we recommend to, instead of like Halloween specific decor to get just fall in general decor. So more autumn leaves or even drying out some orange peels and like putting them on a string. Yeah.
2: Or there's like pumpkins, like that's still more Halloween specific. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you do have like decorations and then just trying to like store them and reusing them for like the next year. Like I know there's things that like the caution tape and those things and those are all like plastic materials but they're not gonna go bad after using it for one year and those are something that's also pretty easily like stored since it's pretty small and can be stored pretty small. So just kind of thinking about it and reusing it next time because it'll also save you money that way too. So how can candy be environmentally unfriendly? As college students, I don't know how popular trick-or-treating is anymore, but I mean everyone still likes to go buy the candy because it's on sale and then you get like different varieties because it usually comes in a variety pack, but the way that those are unsustainable is just because they're all individually packaged in plastic packaging and wrappings and so kind of just that accumulation over time there's like forget there was one statistic that we had in our slides of like how much trash is typically produced like in one annual year. Here wait I have it more than 2,000 metric tons of plastic waste
0: are generated from Halloween every year. Yeah. Yeah
2: so that could be like from costumes from candy and also oftentimes you'll kind of even see like I've definitely seen it whether it's in my neighborhood growing up just like after people are also consuming the candy like the wrappers don't always end up in the trash and so they can end up on the streets and then those just like kind of flow into different ecosystems environments and stuff and then can h- cause harm for their waste either through like pollution or like hurting the other plants or animals around or anything so that's like another thing
1: yeah candy is a tough subject because the individually wrapped aspect is helpful for like health and safety reasons especially handing it out to strangers but at the same time each of those produces individual waste so it's like oh, you're kind of weighing the cost benefit but if you're not doing trick or treating, you're not handing it out to people, then I'd just recommend getting a batch or even doing a baked good instead that you can share with your friends. Or if you are leaning towards the individually wrapped option, there is a brand and other brands, but this one brand called Yum Earth, and they have vegan. Gummies and their packaging is supposedly a lot better.
2: Yeah, there's definitely other like options. There's even like candies that are typically used with like paper packaging that could just even be better because it takes less time for like degradation over time. So, like Tootsie Rolls, those are kind of like paper and wax. So, it's like not the best, or at least some of them are. I know some of them are also plastic, but like even a little bit can go a long way. And then, as Arma was saying, like if you're hosting a get together, it's also instead of like using plastic cups, you could also make it like a theme to. BYOC like bring your own cup and either make it part of your costume or like show off maybe you painted this mug or something and then you can like reuse it overnight and it also like contributes less to
1: how much waste is being created. My roommates and I had a little Halloween thing last year and we actually bought Halloween themed cups and we still use them like, like every day, so.
0: A piece of advice I'd also like to throw in there is that if you do buy candy to pass out this Halloween and end up having some leftover that you know you might not be able to eat all of by yourself, you can always donate extra candy to veteran services, first responders, or to local community drives. Basically places that will definitely benefit and utilize your leftover candy when you might not be able to. And to get into my next question some of these environmental issues that we've been talking about are all caused more on a global scale that cannot be reversed by individual actions alone the burden definitely needs to be placed on these big corporations and companies as they often contribute to these poor environmental practices more so than individual action does so what advice would you have for people who want to do all they can to help the environment and participate eco-friendly habits who may feel like their efforts are insignificant
2: i would definitely say just keep going with what you're doing i mean even though it might not feel like you're making like a big change i personally think that like every small step still leads to something and then even like another thing is even if like it's just you doing it you're also kind of showing people and they're kind of learning from you too and so you can like make it as a segue to educate people about how much waste is being created because of like certain holidays or events that go on typically throughout the year and then that way just like spreading awareness about it obviously there's a lot more that like corporations can do and like the whole industry can do to promote sustainability and create a more eco-friendly planet but it definitely starts with like your voice as well as like an individual.
1: Yeah definitely and going off of that corporations want to make you as a consumer feel that you're at the wrong even though that's not true because they're contributing to most of it but exactly what Kainani said is doing your own individual actions will serve as an example for others and even though it can be discouraging that only you're doing it and no one else is but they will see you do it and they will start to do it too and that provides an educational opportunity and you can just be an example and a leader. I think it's great that you're doing this episode because it kind of is what we were saying about like educating people and just sparking the conversation and that will do a lot just getting the community involved and letting people know that it's an issue.
2: Totally and then I would also just want to say like it's such a hard thing to talk about certain environmental issues without feeling like discouraged or just like being a Debbie Downer about the whole thing so I mean like we're not (laughs) saying like don't have fun and don't do these things during Halloween but kind of just making that effort and thinking twice about maybe what you're doing before you do it but it's also you're no one's like going to be perfect like we're totally not perfect in being Mm -hmm. like environmental advocates but you know like trying our best is just one thing and helping talk about the problem it's better spreading awareness about it is definitely helping I think
1: yeah Yeah, especially as college students it's so hard to do these things like you want to be as sustainable as you can but time and budget are big constraints so just do the best that you can and don't feel bad if you aren't perfect, because that's just impossible. Yeah.
0: Going off on that, I feel like education and acknowledgement are always the first steps. So if you're at least doing that, then you're already going a step in the right direction. So as you've brought up, you have a thrifting event coming up and you have weekly club meetings. So if other people are interested in finding an eco-conscious community to be a part of, where
2: can they find you guys? Yeah, we host meetings on Wednesday nights from eight to nine, typically in AF 206, no 208 208 208, sorry (laughs) and then you can follow our instagram at cu underscore mission e Mm -hmm. um and on there we'll also post kind of like maybe the topic for our meeting that week other events that we're going to so earlier this year we went to the local climate protest one day after school we also hope to like have a sustainable kind of like thanksgiving potluck with our members and maybe like a documentary screening and things like that so I mean, it's a very low-key club, I would say, just in the terms that it's not very, like, you don't have to commit to going to every meeting. We definitely have students who will try to come when they can, or if they have a class or something else comes up, like, they're not going to get in trouble for not coming, so anyone is welcome anytime.
1: Yeah, so if you're ever interested,
2: please feel free to show up. We'd love to have you.
0: Thank you so much to my guests, Kainani and Rama, for sitting down and talking to me about Halloween and its impact on our environment, while also providing some helpful, eco-friendly solutions. Hopefully, after listening to this episode, you can implement some of these tips into your annual Halloween celebration. And with that, I'm Abby Little, and this has been The Panther Pod.